Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, okay. and Dave. I got Tim and Dave. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. This, well, we should testing. actually add that into the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. Hello, Hi. ladies and gentlemen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes. For you, mostly the gentlemen. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, I hope everybody's having a great week. Uh, a lot of a lot of things to talk about today. I'm we excited do. about a, the topics. A disproportionate number of things to talk about. You know, I had a, I had a dream last night. Oh no! And you were in it, Tim. Oh, oh no! And uh, the dream was that I was calling you to say we're getting ready for the podcast today. Okay. And then you just answer all befuddled, like, oh, what? Like what? What? <laughs> what, what? We're supposed to be doing a podcast today? I'm like, Tim, we've been doing this for almost four or five months now. Like, uh-huh. and, and you didn't know we had to do the podcast today. Uh-huh. And you're like, well. I can't. I can't do it right now. I'm gonna, I'll be back around nine. I'm like, where are you? I'm in an airport. I'm all like, wow, Tim. I, and I started getting really angry with you. I'm all like, I can't get to your place by nine. We can't edit it by then. Uh-huh. I have to go to work the next day. Yeah. Do, are you taking this podcast seriously? Like, oh do, oh do you even want to do this anymore? Wow. So I don't know, Tim. What's that? What's that? I was how to plumb those depths. I, I just really wanted to do our podcast today, Tim. Okay. Well, there you go. I'm I, here. So I also had a dream that uh, I was renovating my childhood house but uh-huh. it wasn't my house okay got a lot of hgtv As in, it, it was a different house but it was in the context i think it was our second be. house but we didn't we don't own a second house okay okay so um i think i was also just thinking about house flipping like from our last conversation yeah the podcast. that's not good and i was thinking to myself oh you know this is uh this is probably what that is and we were also there also was a farm on that house hmm. uh and it was like squid farming like there was Whoa. like little puddles, and then there's like a little squid. I like the puddle. idea of this. So uh, not the house flipping, but the squid farm. There's a lot of strange things that go on in my life. Yeah, house flipping shouldn't be legal. That's. Um, well, did you see the new South Park episode? Yeah, it was okay. I, I think the message was kind of off. Um, uh-huh. I got the whole, I, I got where they were going. But the I message think, was all over the place. Yeah, that's what I'm to saying. To the point where there wasn't a message. Yeah. And which that, is fine. Well, I mean. I, no, I, I, I really. Listen, I South really, Park isn't like a deep show. It tries to be at times, but it's I think really it, not. I think it has some pretty but good social critiques off, at times. It's okay. And especially it's, the yeah. last two or three seasons. To I mean, be the last two and three seasons, kind of, but. What matters is whether it's entertaining or not. I'm not going to give it high marks or low marks for its ideological. Content. I don't think it was. I think. I think part of the entertainment is the social critique. Yeah. But... And I. I mean, I love the fact. I like. I. Randy's line was the best line I think in the whole uh, episode, and he was like uh, commenting that these uh, white people were waving their Confederate flags, uh-huh. and he says, "Will you please stop doing that? You make the rest of us look like idiots." <laughs> like I really want a caption of that on a GIF and to put it on my Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, but for the most part, I think bagging on Alexia was actually pretty funny. Oh uh, um, yeah, Alexia, Alexia, whatever it was Amazon's thing. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's interesting too, though. Uh, Amazon just bought out Whole Foods. Oh yeah, didn't we talk? We talked about that at one point. No, didn't we did we? not actually. Are you sure? I kid you not. No. Okay. Well, yeah, they did. And they're um, going to have a price war now with all the food markets. And I wonder, I wonder what will come about from this. To be well, honest, food with is you. too expensive. I've been that's in a whole, couple, and well, well that's what yeesh. they're doing. They're price they're price uh-huh. cutting. They're losing money to be able to get people in the stores. Uh-huh. And then there's actually. When this thing was first announced, I read uh, there was like an article about it, and I read some of the comments. Okay. And one person made an interesting point. I'm not sure if it's true or not because yeah. I don't go into Whole Foods enough. This person said the real business model of Whole Foods is to have their organic, quote unquote, produce on one side, and then regular produce on the other, and overcharge you on the regular produce, but overcharge you on the organic produce so much 
that when you see it, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't afford this. Then you go to the regular produce, and even though it's still overpriced, you buy it just because of the price shock of the alternative. Huh, that's crazy. I have no idea if that's true or not, but it's an interesting perspective. I, I think Whole Foods is an interesting business model. I think, uh-huh. I think. well, I mean, again, how, how better can I explain it than the... Um, in the South Park, you know, having yeah, a whole conundrum uh-huh. about we have a Whole Foods now in our town. We're, we're civilized. Uh, Down on um, Philadelphia on South Street, there's yeah. a Whole Foods and an Acme right across the street from each other. Yeah. And it's an interesting contrast. <laughs> you know, you walk into Whole Foods, all the employees are like rich college kids. Right, right. And all the people shopping there are rich yuppies. Then you walk into Acme and it's like regular people there. <laughs> regular people. Regular you know, people. The ones that wear hats and exactly. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> With, you know, socks instead of the whatever those other guys wear. Um, Gloves on their feet. Well, those those <laughs> uncivilized swine. Exactly. Uh, speaking of watching things on television as well, uh-huh. uh, I've been watching the new season of Rick and Morty. I've been talking about this for a little bit. Yeah. It actually was a really good episode this time around. Uh, I'm telling you, Tim, you got to get into uh, it. I'm I don't not, know. Something I, about it puts me off. I, I, did you ever watch Metalocalypse? Yeah, I'd never. I know you liked it. I never cared for it. Timmy, how long have I ever told you things about animated series, and have they always been pretty damn good? Usually, normally, sure if not ninety percent of all animated series I've ever told you to uh-huh. watch, they've been great. Maybe this week I'll watch the latest episode, and now, then trust me when I say this. We'll see. Don't do that. Okay. Watch literally from season one no on. No way. Trust me. Just trust me. You can't uh, just jump into this. I really don't think this I'll is the type of series it. you can jump into. I'll think about it. Uh, another one, actually, that I started watching was uh, the new Seth MacFarlane uh, spoof off of Star Trek, uh, Orville. Yeah, no interest in that at all. I like Seth MacFarlane. He's a very eh. he's a funny guy. Oh, isn't there actually supposed to be a real series of Star Trek debuting soon? They did, yeah. I think it's a... I want to say an African American like I think it female captain. I think it's an Asian female. Like I think there's an older Asian female. I think there's like a middle-aged uh, Asian American or what have you uh, actress uh-huh. who I don't think she's the captain though. I think she's like probably probably an upper officer or something. Okay. Um what do you call it? Uh, but the Orville is this comedy spoof on Star Trek and the you know sci-fi universe. I heard it was very bad. I found it kind of funny. I'm not uh, gonna lie. Hmm. I, I came in with an open perspective. I really like the sci-fi genre. I'm not a Game yeah. of Thrones person. Uh-huh. I'm not a Lord of the Rings person. Uh-huh. I wasn't really a Harry Potter person. Mm. I never really liked the fantasy. I've always liked kind of the sci-fi route. I mean, they're both nerdy. They're both. Yeah, yeah. You're both. You're a loser uh-huh. if you watch either one. <laughs> yeah. All right. So don't tell, don't let me don't don't misinterpret me trying to think I'm a better uh, uh, person because I watch one thing over the other. You're uh-huh. a loser no matter what. But uh, the Orville, uh, I, I I gave it a chance. And it was a, it was entertaining. It was okay. entertaining. There was a, there was I don't a, think I'm going to watch it, but there, okay. There's a scene in there where they're this new like scientific beam or whatever, and they were able to make the banana. There was like a fresh banana, and they made the banana into like this wrinkled old banana. And then Seth MacFarlane's uh. all like, and then and the scientists are like, "This is our new invention. It's a wonderful thing." And yeah. then Seth responds with, "You have an anti-banana ray." Uh-huh. <laughs> and then and he's like, "We we must no longer fear the banana." Does it work on salads? <laughs> and I don't know. Like he has really good timing. He's. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, maybe I obviously can't do it justice, but to me, it, it, I I find it quite quite hilarious if you say so man open so up your mind suits. open up your mind tim i want to talk more about my thing that's a crappy segue if you want to put in suits in this okay. conversation <laughs> you better make it a dang better 
freaking right, segue. Talk about a your better thing. segue could have been, you know, those outfits they have on Star Trek are oh pretty my well God. refined. David, See? let me tell you a thing or two about those outfits they have. Thanks, on. I'm not All sure right. if you've noticed. The guy sometimes on Star Trek, they wear these outfits. Uh huh. Boy, yeah. oh boy, they're something else, aren't they? You know, speaking of outfits, speaking Tim, of outfits, yeah, suits. What? See, that's a oh, segue, whoa, what? Tim. You got to, you got to get, you got to. Just because where we're not talking suit, about every did, little thing, Tim wrote a list of things he wanted to talk about today. David, where did suits come from? I'm not sure. Tim wanted to write a list, and he has specific things that need to be talked about, ladies and gentlemen. You asked for this list. Because there's a lot of things we need to address, and I think it's address. Uh, And I think it's interesting that we have to have that type of conversation. So... Ladies and gentlemen, I'm f- very sorry if you have to hear the background it's music. It's okay, just some some rap going on. I just I just saw that last you know last podcast I was listening to it. Uh huh. You you got you got a taste for it. N- well, You're speak, like this is what I'm into. Speaking now. about taste, um, there was a uh, ice cream uh, <laughs> truck in the background <laughs> yeah. of last yeah. episode. Oh yeah, and it can be noticeably heard. If any of you guys listened to episode 22 and heard this, uh, just the ice made cream people thing, want some ice cream. Uh, well, okay. there you go. Subliminal messaging. Anyhow, suits. So, I have some things I need to wear suits for in the co- next coming months. I've never owned a suit. I've never owned a proper suit. Hmm. And I think I don't want to do it wrong. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh-huh. And, but I'm also not going to buy a $4,000 bespoken no, no. suit either. I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not silly about it. I'm, I'm pretty reasonable about these things. Um, what will you spend? Like 500 See, that's the thing. So, the, I found that the best option for quality, her price, I can find is, a pl- is, is suit supply. Um, Sounds very low rent. It's not. It's, it's not. called suit supply. Well, tr- hear me out. So okay. you can. The other a- aspect is to go to Indochina, uh-huh. uh, Indochina, like, uh, Indochino, <laughs> or whatever the heck they call it. Indochino. Going down to Indochina to get my suit. Yeah, it's like this website. Hey there, where you Cambodia. Put your, yeah, um, I'm yes, here for the, the suit. I think that's actually where they make them. Yeah. So you get your body measurements, whatever. You ship it off to an online outsourcing, th- uh-huh. and it just to me, I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Okay. So suit supply, pre-made suits. Um, the material themselves, they say, are probably the best you can get. Hmm. That's equivalent to what you would probably pay, or if not better than like Nordstrom or uh-huh. other places, without spending a thousand dollars. So I wanted to get the suit. It was a gray suit that I wanted. I wanted the lighter gray. They didn't have the lighter gray. I kind of threw a fit, and then, they, then it turns out it's not a three-piece suit. They're just selling me the pants with, which, by the way, what, what a vest? A no one wears a vest, vest anymore. I mean, if you want, go I want ahead. a three-piece suit. Okay, if sir. you want, go okay. ahead. I'm that just is that that it's called a chess piece. It okay. is a beautiful object to saying, have on you. What you want is unusual. That's fine. You can wear the three-piece Tim, suit. Don't Most judge me on my lifestyle. You can, <laughs> what I want is not unusual. Can, it's what I want. Actually, it's hilarious. You just reminded me of another topic I wanted to talk All about. Right, write it down on the list. No, I'll tell you exactly what it is. All right. We might not even get around to write it. Write it on the list, damn okay, it. Okay, I'm writing it on the list. Um predicting Oh, I read that homosexual. too. Yeah, I, I read that article on BBC too. Yeah. Holy crap! Because uh, All right, we got we no, to talk about it. Earlier in the day, earlier in the day, I realized this is something I want to talk about. And then, like you know, I did some stuff, went shopping, cleaned the place, blah blah blah. And then when you were about to come over, I thought like there was another topic I wanted to talk about, but it totally <laughs> left my mind. I couldn't remember it. Then when you said, "Don't judge me because of my lifestyle," <laughs> boom! It came came. Ladies and Quantum gentlemen, back. this uh, that's an article I read too. So they just did this study in I don't know, was it in England? No, I don't know where it was. It was based on dating sites, right? 
where yeah. they had this computer algorithm look through a million pictures and try to match the characteristics right, of the right, pictures right. based on based with like whatever other characteristics mm-hmm. there was and they found like they were the algorithm was able to predict very well whether someone was homosexual or not based on the face so they and specifically based on this area of the face right like the eyes the nose and the upper upper lip well they ascertained that lol um that a person with a, a long face and a big nose is more likely to be gay. Okay. Yeah, Tim's looking at my face. Well, let's put this in perspective. Uh-huh. By the way, this, this this study was totally um, totally um, criticized for it not being very uh, accurate or scientific. I haven't read good scientific criticisms of it. I read polemic against it, where people just sort of blithely compare it I, to, I, you know, well, phrenology, even though they don't know you're whether also, the science is you're right also, or not. But you're they also, just say it must be wrong because I don't like it. No, it's not that. It's just that the whole thing just seems kind of... It's, first, it's self-identification. The, uh, the, the the study that was done is just saying that if you have that facial shape uh-huh. and nose structure... So we're yeah. talking about half the population of Italy and, and Israel. So I think that's... Uh, okay, I don't know. We're going to have to... I'm just saying we have typically... Narrower faces, Italians uh-huh, yeah, from certain uh-huh. areas, and longer noses, and I uh-huh. think many the the the, the uh, people in the Mediterranean area in that uh-huh. in that you know provincial region have similar structures of facial features, mm-hmm. and you know I, I I think that because the actual study was done by self self identification uh-huh. and you're talking about a specific subgroup of people that use those types of sites, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, and they said even the um. The alg- the the computer robot only could predict seventy to eighty percent accuracy. Even I with thought it under- was ninety five percent. Nope. As from what I read, seventy eighty percent accuracy, even with the, under the parameters that they had. Okay. So hmm. I don't think it's real. I think I, I don't, I, I don't it, think it's, it's real. I want more. I, I, I want I, more study. Into I don't it. say that because the my facial yeah. <laughs> structure was the one that was said that guy is as gay. Uh-huh. Now, if it were real, I mean, yeah. if the, I think the only thing I could say that would possibly make this real would be that perhaps at this day and age. Individuals mm. who have that certain facial feature have less of a chance in the dating pool, given that it's not as. So they have to like go to the next best best option, which is for them banging dudes. No, is that well, what you're getting maybe, at? Maybe not so much in that you know to that length, uh-huh. but more or less an ostracization, and they've uh-huh. always felt like they didn't belong. I don't know. I don't. I feel like maybe, I don't know. I don't I think, think people with long faces are. I don't think it's physiological. I think it's cultural. I think the I way know. in which it, people it, are just seen—that's how it is. That's there my needs opinion. to be a lot more, a lot more study, and I'm interested in seeing follow-up study. And I hope there is follow-up study. I hope well, there's I not too. like a political backlash against it, which discourages people from looking into this. Well, I don't people mind. To look into I don't things. mind them looking into it. I just feel like, to me. It, it's it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. I mean, it would be like Saying, inc- inc- an incredible finding or if verified, perhaps, or perhaps like it people, would be incredible, or perhaps people just necessarily just get better hits on them for doing it in that way. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, back to suits. Because I mean, right now it's not at back all. Back to suits. Okay. Well, no. Like okay. right now, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> yeah. Right. Long face, long nose. Can't stop talking about his fashion. Okay. <laughs> no one said anything about fashion. Yeah, suits. I love suits. Go okay. On. Anyway, because like right now, it's not at all known what co- like what causes homosexuality. If you right. want to say causes or what leads someone right, to right. prefer that, like some people say it's some genetic. Say it's no one knows. Some say it's chemical. No one knows. Some say it's all cultural and social right. and like the socialization of blah, certain blah, blah. individuals. Right, no right, one knows. Right. There's an in- there's one interesting theory by this one guy, um, Greg Cochran, who's a very interesting anthropologist, Lol. who. Cl- <laughs> <what>? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Who claims it's caused by like a fungus? Actually, I just read an article that they uh, there was two. There was a, a couple Korean American scientists uh-huh. that I fa- that just recently published. And they were all gay. No, okay. just recent. Just recently published that they uh, 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 the, the research in the scientific journals uh-huh. saying that autism may be brought about by specific fungi in the digestive system wow. of the mother and how the uh-huh. body actually. Uh, adapts to that and they said that people who had like uh urinary tract infections uh-huh. or certain types of stomach ailments during pregnancy that those mothers had a higher chance of having children with autism and they think that possibly huh. that if they um uh take care of that sort of infection or fungi before it gets to be you know longer inside yeah, yeah, the, yeah. inside uh-huh. the mother that they can actually they're they're saying that there's a there's a really close link between uh-huh. a certain fungi yeah. and in the stomach and and the bacteria rather uh-huh. in the stomach um and and, and it's parents who have auti- whose student uh, her children uh develop autism uh-huh. so interesting but anyways go on yes Doc cock what about cock yeah what about <laughs> his name that's what I said Cochran now Cochran call him big big Cochran big big, big C. Cochran big C. he knows what he's talking about so anyway that's what that's what he says maybe a fungus so no one knows. And if it was if it was shown that there is an algorithm that can, by the look of someone's face, determine with strong accuracy if they're gay or not, or specifically confirm that they are gay with strong accuracy, that obviously would put be a big piece of evidence saying it's genetic. What about bears, though? Bears are not at all in that bears? category. Like, you know, burly like construction bears? men. Construction, okay. like, <laughs> I just think those types of guys, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, those type of guys don't lead me to think that they're going to be on dating sites. I feel huh. like it's more of a young, hipper thing, and I think young, I hipper if, people... I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not as clued into the gay culture as you uh, are, so I can't... <laughs> So I can't say one way or another. No, I just, I, 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 it's, I think it's, it's a very limited sampling. I mean, sampling. You're, you're dropping it's this a, terminology on a, me. It's, <laughs> a, it's a very limited. I know I read it. It's a, it's a very uh-huh. limited. I'm sampling. sure you read about it. I think it's a very liter, I think it's a very limited sampling because maybe a certain type of person, a facial feature who is also uh-huh. homosexual, can get more dates on that sort of platform versus a person who's homosexual and is in a different setting can get uh-huh. better dates and that's why they don't go on could that be. platform and yeah. that's why that data could be skewed so could be i just I, these I don't are know. all things that would have to be uh examined well either way i don't think it's a big deal one way or the other if one's gay or not i don't know why this is so needed to be able to predict of some, like it's, it's where, where would this research go like honestly like it know. seems it's, like the ss trying to figure out uh, who who's a who's yeah, Jewish? Yeah, that's or why not. people don't like it. But that doesn't mean it's. And, uh, what about what about one of those guides bad. about about you know how how big the gap is between the big toe and the and the middle toe? Yeah, and whether I have or not a big gap? and whether well, well that means you're Japanese, Tim. Oh they wow, wear their nice. sandals like that. Nice. That's what the, that's what they did in the 1940s when they did uh-huh. the Japanese internment. Oh, okay, I, f- I find that it's 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 pseudoscience. I think it's pseudoscience. Anyhow, this might be, but it might not be. I who think it's pseudoscience. Anyways, back to freaking suits. Okay. I'm trying to buy a gosh darn suit. Okay. Uh-huh. But I wanted to look good, and I wanted it to be a three-piece. So the long story short, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to Suit Supply and you want a three-piece suit... You're out of luck. You're out of luck. Hmm. Uh, very limited uh, lines and colors will come with the third piece. If you want to buy a separate piece, that'll never match the full suit because that's how it works. you got to buy the three-piece, everything to match. Yeah. Uh-huh. They also had the pants with belt loops in them, which I didn't want to wear belt loops. I didn't. I wanted to wear the little clippers on it because in the oh. suit, you should have clips because they're supposed to be fitting better. Uh-huh. Um, and then... If I were to have even suits without the belt clips, I would allow, I'd rather have suspenders mm-hmm. because then I just want it to be outrageously <laughs> accessorized because okay. I just want it to be that way. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, of course, I wouldn't wear a three-piece to an interview because that's, that just most of the interviews yeah. that I'm going on would not require that. And they would mm-hmm. actually probably look down on it because it's, probably, a, it's too much. Like, who's this guy? 
Exactly. So I had a problem with finding a three-piece suit. I will eventually find one that I love, but it's just it's a lifelong process. It is. And it I, is. I just I just I just my first real nice suit I have to mm. buy. So I I still recommend going to the suit supply, ladies and gentlemen. But not if you want a three-piece. Not if you want a three-piece. If you huh. want to buy, a, if you wanted to make your own, it costs like seven hundred fifty dollars. Sounds dumb. I think that's a little too much for me yeah. at this point in time because I started thinking to myself, how often am I really wearing this suit? Like once every three years, or once a year, pot tops. You yeah. know what I mean? If I go to a wedding a year, uh-huh. if I go to an interview every year, then there's probably something going on <laughs> in my career that's no matter yeah. what suit I wear, it's, it's not going to help you too gonna much. It's not going to help me too much. Uh-huh. So, um, so that was my journey. I'm probably going back uh, okay. to get some, get some of those suits. I just, I don't know. I think, I think every man should at least have one suit he can say that it's a nice suit to wear. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, going on interviews, which leads one to a career, which leads one to a job oh, where one God. has to, where one has to follow a certain schedule. So this week was the first week in my job where I'm going in earlier than Great usual. Great segue, Tim. That was that was wonderful. How that, that was, all it was I very could, logical. I could, the correlations all you all thought that. Nice. All right. So anyway, so I work downtown, and uh, for the past two weeks, I was go I was going in to work around a little past eight o'clock, which is when like the Reading Terminal opens. I can get like a really good coffee, like real good. Really good, like, options for, like, great donuts, good, like, muffins or danishes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Very good selection of high-quality food. Why don't you just make your breakfast in the morning? Why would I want to do that when I can get something better? I can have good coffee. Save your money. Of, and why? Say, what do you mean, why? 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 What, what's why? an extra five bucks a day? What do I care? Uh, it, it could be a nice watch in, like, I don't two want, months. I would rather have a good quality breakfast every day than a nice watch. You can make a good quality breakfast. Not, not really. Yes, what? you can. You can't really make good coffee on your own. Yes, really. you can. Not really. What type of coffee do you buy? I don't know. I, I Let don't, me see the coffee. Get I the don't bag. even use it get, anymore. Get the bag. Let me see it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right. Tim is grabbing the bag because we're right next to his kitchen. All right. This is, this is like the first. Gavalia is actually decent. That's like the first co- I would recommend. coffee I, I would. I would actually get... Um, Start start messing with um, blonde blends. Actually, mm. blonde blends. So I also really nice. tried this. Um, like I bought beans and I bought a grinder to grind Old my city own coffee. But it, that's actually where they where I buy like yeah. really high quality coffee. So Are you gonna I, try this out? I tried it out. I don't know. I guess I can't get the grind right, or I can't get the ratio How right, or you, something. Uh, did you? It just doesn't taste right you, when I make it. Well, I'd say that's. A, I think that's a journey that you need to go on for yourself, buddy. Maybe, but I'd rather just buy coffee in the morning and. Get uh, good stuff. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather just wake up and make a good meal and no, just have no. Tim, you Plus, look... how are you gonna like? You can't get a good like a good muffin, for example. You can't make that on your own. You can't make a good donut on your own. You can't make a good Danish on your own. Those are all unhealthy. Breakfast. They're not that bad. I mean, about four hundred calories a day. It's all sugar. So, all right, Tim, we need to talk. It's not that bad. No, listen, my, my breakfast routine all about... is oatmeal, honey, okay. blueberries. Okay, it really doesn't matter. I mean, and a little bit of carrots and okay. then an ounce of nuts. Okay, I've some lost, water like... and then some coffee. Yeah, fine. I'm telling you, that's Tim. a lot. That's that's less healthy than eating a donut that's because not it's so true. many calories. It's not, no, it's not. I mean, if you want to eat a lot because you're trying to build mass, that's then it's that's fine. a very healthy, nutritious breakfast. Then it's fine. Eating a donut with 300 calories is That's not fine. healthier than eating healthy foods that equates about 400 calories. Okay, if you, well, it depends on what you're trying to do. I'm trying to lose weight, so it's eating the same donuts difference. is not going to help you with that. Yeah, goal, it will. Tim. No, yeah, it, no, it will. Okay, listen. <laughs> I, so in the eating in the donuts, past, yeah, no, yeah, I've lost about 20 pounds in the past, a little more than two months. That's because, pretty good. Timmy, Every that single count. day, I've eaten. A, I love I've you, eaten but a you, donut. you. You lost like six of those pounds because you starved to death in Europe. 
No, I lost like maybe five pounds over in Europe, and that's like a week and a half, maybe even less, <laughs> honestly. All right. So the point is, I've lost weight at a steady clip over the past little more than two months. Every morning, I eat a donut and a cup of coffee. Then I don't eat till lunch. I eat a small lunch. Then I don't eat till dinner. I eat, like, I eat something good for lunch, like, you know... Uh, a pastrami sandwich. Something like a pastrami sandwich. There wouldn't be anything wrong with that. You got your meat and you got your bread and probably some <laughs> cheese. That's, that's fine. And then at lunch, I make something like, you know, a pork chop or a lamb chop and some kind of, like, mushrooms or something. Ooh, mushrooms are great. And I then throughout mushrooms. the day, if I want to snack on something, I eat some, like, blueberries or strawberries. Blueberries are good for you. Yeah, so that's fine. You can have something like a donut in the morning. I'm not as saying. As long as you're not overeating otherwise. I'm just saying, like. It's about how many calories you consume. I understand, but sugar is not good for you. Okay, you can't eat only sugar, but it's not bad if you have, like, something sugary once a day. That's fine. All right, speaking of sugary things. Okay, where did we get on to no, this? Speaking of okay. sugary things, all right, juji fruits. Juji fruits. First of all, I want to talk about what I was going to complain about. But I don't think we're going to be able to segue into juji fruits until. Oh no! We're, believe me, we will. All right, fine. Okay, so Put a thumb now, off back on that. so now I have to go in earlier, so this kind of stuff isn't open. Okay. So I got to content myself with like Seven Eleven or Dunkin' Donuts or God forbid Starbucks. I had Starbucks the other day. Their Starbucks coffee is no good. It's not great. Yeah. It's not good. You know what's good? Uh, no flavor to it. Uh, get an iced americano. No, I'm. I drink regular hot black coffee. Then get a didn't get a hot americano. Eh, maybe. Timmy, you just... first of all, it's also expensive. More expensive than it. Oh, was. really, Tim? Just what I was saying five minutes ago about how if you don't break and make your own stuff, it's yeah, not. Well, no, it's about what what's what's valuable. I'll spend five bucks for a high quality cup of coffee, a high quality donut, or Danish. I'm not going to spend six bucks for a low quality cup of coffee and a decent like piece of pumpkin bread or something Ooh, pumpkin bread's Fit. great i mean it was pretty pumpkin good, muffins with cheesecake on top dunkin donuts coffee's no good i don't like that much eh? coffee's no good no 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 wawa coffee's okay i actually like, like the, wawa coffee it's as good as you're gonna get from like a crappy it's place cheap. it's like a dollar it's okay although i do i did realize though there's a panera bread nearby that's open yeah so i'm gonna try to see how their coffee their coffee is. isn't any better really no all right so this is what we have to content ourselves with. There's such a dearth of high-quality options. Uh, well, I'll say this. I mean, you could probably find a nice place to go if you had a sit-down d- breakfast, but you don't have time for that. You're yeah, taking yeah. on-the-go uh-huh. breakfasts. I mean, it's not that on-the-go. I mean, I got some time, but eh, I don't want to sit down anywhere. See, that's that's the thing I'm talking about. you got to uh-huh. make some compromises. But no, I don't think... I'm not interested in making my own breakfast. I like making my I, own my, breakfast. I make my own dinner most of the time. Uh, dinners are tough for me. I'm just so tired at the end of the day. Really? I feel like I, well, I'm I, so tired in the morning, so how about that? That's well, a fair I pre-make trade. my breakfasts. Why? Because then I don't have to make them in the morning. That's stupid. I live my life dangerously, Tim. I, I see that. Just like James Bond. That's why you buy a suit. Speaking of the low-quality food options available to the, to the American public, that includes some very bad candies and the like, much worse than a donut or a Danish or something like that. For example, what's it called? Juji fruits. Juji fruits. Thanks, Tim. Yeah. Uh, so Juji fruits. I don't know. I just thought this is something I wanted to bring up. Uh, have you ever eaten a Juji fruit? Way back, sure. I I love Juji fruits. Yeah. I found out yesterday that they are they were made in the 1920s, uh-huh. um, and they're really hard, but they're really chewy. Hmm. And um, I was eating them, and I was like, I really do enjoy eating Juji fruits. Hmm. One of the flavors I don't like eating, however, is the licorice or the anise mm. uh flavor that's like yeah. that black licorice taste uh-huh. i remember there was like um you know my family's italian and we, during christmas time we had these like wafer waffle cone like crispy cookie type things uh-huh. but they had anise on them uh-huh. i forget what they were called 
Um, but I did not like the taste. I did not like the taste of mm, black licorice. Uh, what I uh, and I, I was I was enjoying it. It was a good time eating those things, and I just think that nobody really eats them anymore. They come in that yellow box. Uh-huh. But then I remembered a story back when I was in high school. So I I had a I had a friend of mine in high school who who got me a job at this really expensive restaurant as mm-hmm. a busboy. And uh, I mean, I lost contact with him. I, I think we're probably still on Facebook, but uh, you know, he has his life. I have mine. Whatever. It's mm-hmm. high school, right? Uh, and uh, but I remember some good memories. He used to drive me home from work, uh-huh. uh, and we used to pop off and go you, to he, he, you. So he would, you know, pick you up from work, and you just pop off in his car. That's, these, these are your <laughs> no. high school memories. We go, just pop off in that car. So gross. Uh. No, we go to the Wawa. <laughs> And uh, sometimes we'd also go to Burger King now that I remember. Wait, did we go to Burger King? Was it Burger King we went to? Probably McDonald's. No. Candies. Oh, my God. I'm trying to remember. Where was the Burger King in Phoenixville? I don't remember a Burger King there. I, I want to say there was, though. Like, Wait. There had to have been. Because that's yeah. when, we, when, when, when Pokemon had that big. Uh-huh. But where was Keep it? talking. Was it close to the. Oh, God. I'm going to have to look that up. We've got to look this up. Yeah, look it up right now. Because it's going to kill I know there's the McDonald's I know there's a the Burger giant. King. I know there's a Burger King Is there a somewhere. Burger King across the street? There's a Taco Bell KFC Burger across King, the street from there. Uh, Phoenixville. No, it's Phoenix. not. It's not, I don't think it's like near that, like the, where the oh, old Taco else? Bell KFC was. No. Oh, old? It's not there anymore? Well, they, I think it used to be a Taco Bell KFC, and now I think it's just a Taco Bell now. Oh, okay. Where um, is this thing? Oh, that's where it is. Right. It's near my... Like a, I used to date a girl in this area. Uh-huh. Um, and the Advanced Auto Parts, that's Burger King. So sometimes he dropped us off at Burger King, uh-huh. and I just ordered a crap ton of mozzarella sticks. Yeah. And he used to call them, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry for the crudeness, you oh, no. call them mozzarella dicks. Oh, uh, wow. That's... Uh... <laughs> Anyhow, so we used to go to Wawa, and then at Wawa, for whatever reason, I used to get these juji fruits. Uh-huh. And um, he knew I did not like the Annie's t- t- flavor of the juji fruit. Uh-huh. And it was the black licorice one. And um, I would like eat them while going back home. And every time, and then <laughs> every time he was in his car, uh-huh. he would drive me and I'd buy these things. Uh, I, what I started doing was, <laughs> you know, the, the visor? Uh-huh. You know, the, the look at the, in the car where you yeah, can look yeah, at yourself yeah. in a mirror? I started just like putting the Annie's flavored uh-huh. juji fruits inside the visor <laughs> and then close it up. <laughs> So they would start sticking to the <laughs> mirror that they had in it. Oh, jeez. And um, so <laughs> he didn't know I was doing this for the longest time. And I uh-huh. mean, I've done, I did it several times. And I'm probably the only friend of his that, A, ate juji fruits. And yeah. B, if he did eat juji fruits, did not like the black licorice. <laughs> so eventually he gives me a text. I get this text and it says, are you... Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? My girlfriend, he just got this new girlfriend. He uh-huh. was trying to press her, I'm sure. My girlfriend just put down the visor <laughs> and all the <laughs> juicy fruits fell all over her. You're an asshole. That's pretty funny. And I just said, that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, That's humorous. Oh, man. I just, um, I, want, I, I wonder if he even remembers that. Probably. His name was Austin. Can't forget. He was a good Can't kid. Forget huh? Good fruits. friend of mine. Um, so yes, Tim, that's what we were, that's what we were, uh, I mean, speaking of high school times, remember all the things you had to go to in high school, you had, oh my God, oh yeah, 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 you had, you know, dude, stuff like all that, right, so, and also, what else did you have, so what, what did they call those they things, call pep, the, the pep rallies, pep like, rallies. Timmy, that, that's, uh, that, that, thanks for leading me to that, uh-huh. thanks Tim, so homecoming season is going, uh, fervent throughout all the high schools out there, schools okay, back in town, so. all these homecoming things, there's one thing I never understood about homecoming, and it was pep rallies, uh-huh. So, 
Pepper, I hated them. Um, okay, and okay, disclaimer alert, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, maybe you can argue that the reason why I wasn't fond of pep rallies was the yeah. fact that I didn't like the whole rah 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 isms. Uh-huh. I, I wasn't as social in that context in yeah. a high school setting. Uh-huh. But whatever way you want to look at it, can you just step outside of yourself for a moment and pretend you had no understanding of what a pep rally is and you walk into one of those things and you just watch what's going on yeah. okay uh-huh. you have all these people at least a thousand people in an auditorium hemming and hollering over a competition for whose class is the best okay mm. all right wonderful and then you have uh, a celebration for seniors to just be all raw 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 and yeah uh-huh. i don't know if you've ever it was so it was just so strange all right so i remember what they would do is all the seniors would leave the bleachers in the auditorium or no in in, in the gym room and they would start starting to run around and circle uh-huh. around each other until they get into this big pit of people uh-huh. and then they're like yeah yeah and that's what they were like yeah that was it it. reminded me of an old 1970s uh post-apocalyptic uh corporation movie called logan's run Uh i don't think you've ever watched it i don't think so it's it's this idea of once you hit a certain age you have to go into this 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 um floating chasm like cylindrical like auditorium where you float to the top Hmm. And um, once you hit the top, there's an electrical outlet type thing, like almost like a bug catcher. And if it mm. hits it, you blow up and you die. But all these people are watching it like, oh, he almost made it. He almost made it. Not realizing that eventually when they hit a certain age, uh-huh. their crystal is going to ring. And then they're going to have to go through the same exact thing. What happens if you don't hit the thing? No one doesn't oh, not okay. hit the thing. The okay. whole premise is they were killing off older people well, yeah. because they were, the apocalypse happened and uh-huh. then they had to keep So them. were they like immortal otherwise or at a certain age like you just they couldn't let you live to your natural Correct. end? Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. And that's what it remind that's what pep rallies remind what was me the of. Age? I think we maybe like 25 30 something oh, okay. like that. Yeah. So strange. Um, eventually, Logan's run. The person tries to escape, and there's like this giant robot overlord. It was terrible '70s cinema, but <laughs> any case, um, what do you call it? But that's what these pep rallies remind me of. Like uh-huh. you know, w- w- it's just it's just spooky, and I honestly think it's tribalism at its finest. Uh-huh. The idea of you know let's 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 yeah. let's have pride uh-huh. in our in our community. I think it's good to have pride in your community and feel an attachment to your community. I mean, so many people don't these days. I think that's. A symptom of something wrong with this communities. Has going, I, this has been going on for most most countries don't have pep rallies. You think so? They do not. No, they don't. And I this wouldn't is, know. This is purely American. Yeah, I mean, and I think it gets people ready for war rallies. Is what it maybe it, it normalizes the behavior of a bunch of white people in a freaking room in, in an auditorium saying rah rah what rah do rah. White rah, people rah. have to do with this? I, 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 I just hate white people. I don't and hate you white had to bring people. it up. I don't hate white people. Uh-huh. I'm just saying it's, it's you just had to bring it's in eerie for had me to bring in white people. To see this uh-huh. and it, it's like this is it's normalizing the behavior of tribalism and it to me it feels like you know look at what these things are representing and the representation is we need to get together have this you know uh connection with one another nationalism uh-huh. and when the war does come we must be totally supportive of it and our seniors or our older of yeah, age yeah. people uh-huh. we must salute them as uh-huh. they go off into that you know, giant chamber yeah. with the electrical outlet or electrical light that will get them killed, which uh-huh. is war. So I don't know. I always found it very odd. I mean, they're stupid and they're and loud, unpleasant. 
I just think I just think it's a strange phenomena. Honestly, yeah, I guess some people like them. I mean, you go to one, some people are pretty into it. So I don't know. I guess it's some sa- people like it. What, sa- what are you going to say? Same, the same thing I think goes with like sports teams too. I think yeah. that's also another idea of mass control. I'm okay with like I think it's good to get involved. Like, I mean, it's funny for me to say this because I don't care about any sports, right? But in theory, I think it's good to have an attachment to your like local sports team. The only problem is they're not really local anymore. Well, that's true, like, too. Here's, here's how I could get into sports teams. If everyone playing on a regional team... Had Just to wore jock straps. Yeah. Had to, had, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Tim, I, I, I'd be there, buddy. There. I'd be there. <laughs> no, if everyone in a regional sports team, to play on it, you had to grow up in that area. Then it's like okay, I can I get feel, into I this. Feel, I feel that, that then you that, can feel an attachment to the I don't, team. I don't feel like I don't feel like that's a good idea. Only I think because it's a good idea. Tribalism. I think that goes I think with tribalism. A little, a little tribalism is good. Too much tribalism is bad. But I, I, no tribalism. So I don't just think because is good. out of no, so you're literally yeah. saying if you weren't born here, we don't want you in our community. Okay, you 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 love. Your, I think that's you terrible. love your family more than you love others. Why? Just because you happen to be born with them. And you grew up with them, and you have an attachment to them. I think that because of I that think, total I think, accident. I think that excludes immigrants. It's the exact same thing. I think it excludes immigrants. What does that mean? So you can't play on our local sports team because you weren't born in the town. Maybe you have to have lived there for a certain amount of time also. There uh, has to be some attachment so to Ho- the place. So Jose Canseco comes in town. Yeah. Best baseball player in his town. Go in, back in, to Oklahoma, in, in, buddy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. That's terrible. I, just I don't feel know like, if he's from Oklahoma. I don't but. think so. I don't even know. who the, No, probably not. Okay. Uh, and, <laughs> Racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... No, I don't like that idea, but I, I don't know. I don't know. So pep rallies, ladies and gentlemen, what do you feel about them? I, I just feel like pep rallies to me is a little bit... Uh, I think most people who listen to a podcast would agree with not liking pep rallies. Thank you, everybody. I'm happy that you are listening to the Tim and Dave Show podcast. Uh-huh. Speaking about uh, making people feel like they're not welcomed, DACA. Mm. DACA's DACA, been on DACA, the news. DACA. That's a segue. That's Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. So, Tim, you said you've had a lot of opinions on this. So, Well, I don't know a lot. I have some opinions. So right now, I would say... Let them stay for now. Actually, here's what I think. I think people who are, came here as children and have lived here for like decades, and this is the only place I've ever known, I think they should just be naturalized as citizens, first of all. Okay. I am, you probably know this, I'm fairly restrictionist when it comes to immigration. I don't think we need a lot of immigration, and I do think it's not a bad thing to enforce the laws of residency that your people, through their representatives, have decided on. I really don't think that's an outrageous thing for a citizen a citizenry to want okay i think it was bad that so many immigrants were allowed to come here legally i don't think it was a good thing i think you should have a legal system where you decide what are the um qualifications to immigrate here how many people do we want to sent come over at what times do we want more at what times do we want less i think that's totally okay and if you know huge numbers of people are totally you know what's the word ignoring the law and just coming over at their will and staying i think it's totally reasonable for a country to address that and say this can't continue we have to stop it i think that's totally fine now the fact is that didn't happen it wasn't stopped tons of people came here as children they don't know anywhere else if they were going to be deported to like mexico for example they don't know anyone in mexico what the heck are they going to do there i think that's too cruel those people should be allowed to stay now i think after we let these people stay. We need to now get serious about enforcing our border. How much immigration do we want? Okay, that can be a policy decision. Maybe some people want a lot. Maybe some people want very little. Okay, have people run for election. Be honest about their views. 
whoever gets elected tries to get their views passed into law, whatever the heck the law is, enforce the law. And I think probably it would be a good idea to cut down on a lot of immigration, especially a lot of low-skilled immigration, because our native low-skilled workers have a hard, hard enough time as it is already. So that's my opinion. It should stay. We shouldn't have let the immigration, the illegal immigration situation, get to the point where it is now. The law should have been enforced at the time when it wasn't enforced. But since it wasn't, we have so many people who grew up here, don't know anywhere else, deporting them when, they came, when they're maybe 30 years old or 25 years old now. When they came here when they were two years old, they don't know frickin' anyone in Mexico or Honduras. They know the people here. Sending them back to wherever they quote-unquote came from, where they don't even have any memories of, is cruel. We should let them stay, but the law should have been enforced then, and it should be enforced going forward. Yeah, I agree. And the, yeah, okay. <laughs> and the legislative deal... Next topic. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. And the legislative deal should be, okay, we're gonna give the DACA people citizenship, but we're also going to build the wall and we're going to do whatever else is needed to cut down on numbers of immigrants. Probably going to get a copyright infringement off we of prob- this. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a song playing outside, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. It's so freaking loud. It's I'm pretty, sorry. pretty funky. What is up with it? Okay, Tim, what? I agree with everything you said, okay. but I want to make one comment. So we're in Timmy's studio in Philadelphia. Yeah, the studio. It is popping outside today. I don't know why. What do you so, mean? I mean, everyone's playing it's their music. It's always like this. It's it's always like this. Okay. It's worse sometimes. You wouldn't believe how loud some people have their radios at five in the morning. <laughs> it's it's inconscionable. I think you should get inconscionable or unconscionable. Inconscionable. That was unconscionable. I think it's inconscionable. Okay, keep talking. Okay, something like that. Laws should be enforced against very loud music playing at unreasonable hours. That, that, yeah, we should be debating the that. Law must be, the law must be enforced. <laughs> unconscionable. Come so that's on. where I feel conscionable. I think it's inconscionable. Unconscionable. You just typed uncontrollable. Okay. Here, you talk. Let me type. All right. So yeah, DACA. I do agree with your standpoint. You know, I think it's stupid to keep to take people out when they've been here for so long. Uh, why? Why punish? You know, people who yeah, unconscionable. Okay, there's unconscionable. It's in the dictionary. Let's see if inconscionable is in the dictionary. No. Well, buddy, you got it this time. What? <laughs> what? Oh, but man. I could spell it. Yeah, you definitely could. <laughs> what did I spell originally? You, you spelled uncontrollable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, but people are here, you know, if they're uh-huh. doing what they need to be doing, they're going to college, have a, have a decent job or whatever. I mean, honestly, I, I think it's more of a, it's a politicalized, nationalistic viewpoint, and I think it's just... What do you mean? What, what do you mean by that? It's a political... It's, 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 it's more... It's... It, it feels better to say, I want my own here. And I think uh-huh. that's nationalism, nationalism at its finest. And I think that's a lot of what the base has for the Trump administration is we're American and all that stupid nationalistic rhetoric. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, due to that, things that make sense are thrown under the bus uh, because they, 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 they don't go with the narrative. I think if you put somewhat, something in the perspective of people are here and they're trying to be productive, etc., I think any person in the right mind would say, yeah, it's cruel to take someone out of that situation just because they came here when they were three or four or five years old when their mother and father just wanted to make sure that they had a, a good uh-huh. life. Yeah. And the father and mother or what have you succeeded in doing so because the product is this this productive citizen uh-huh. and that citizen being here for so long should be allowed to stay there was um probably the parent should have to go back would you believe would you believe so i think at a certain i don't know i think the law needs to be enforced oh. me okay here's what i can here's another thing i could po- possibly get behind 
So if we had the standard of no matter what age you came here, if you've been here for a certain amount of time without, you know, crimes and whatnot, mm-hmm. then you can be nationalized. I could probably get behind something like that. But listen, if you're 30 years old and you're coming o- and you came over 10 years ago to work, I mean, 10 years ago, the law should have been enforced. That's yeah. my opinion. Other countries, can you think of another country where like the the what's like the political and social consensus yeah. among at least the elites is that it's like morally or economically bad to enforce the very simple laws of yeah. residence? I don't know. I think I don't know if you can retroactively do that. You know what I mean? Well, you can't retroactively do anything. What right. happened happened, but well, there is this. You know, it's interesting. There is this one person, and I can't I can't find an exact news article right now where it was Mark Zuckerberg. No, it was Mark. The guy, the kid, didn't. No, like it was Ed Sheeran. Um, there was a, a, a Hispanic American woman who's in college, who's graduating this year. Uh-huh. Um, she had posted something about her being uh, an illegal immigrant, uh, uh-huh. or at least not legal status. Yeah. But going to college uh, on her Facebook, and then one of her classmates in college uh-huh. found this posting and then made this whole stink about saying, we need this person deported, yeah. sign this petition, let's start uh-huh. putting out the forms. Yeah. And then she filed a harassment suit saying this person's tr- harassing me online and okay. the person's harassing me in the university. Uh-huh. And the university said there's nothing wrong with what's going on. Then she hmm. made a YouTube video saying that what's going on. And then uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then everything blew up, and then the uh-huh. university eventually had a meeting about this, and the boy no longer is in the university um, because he kept on harassing her. Was, and, so was he? I, I I haven't even heard about this okay. thing yet. So like he was actively harassing her personally. He he made a whole Facebook page to deport her. I mean, yeah, I guess. Well, obviously, if you just look at it uh, in terms of is is this person being a good person for doing that, he's not. Yeah. But would is that would that be harassment? I mean, I think I think I think if it has malice behind it, yeah, I think if something illegal, and I'm and I'm again, I get I think you're this, looking this at it in a logical perspective. This looking, individual, I think, is one yeah, of the individuals. Yeah, yeah, no, you're looking at it. The individual who is who is running this campaign is a bad person, right, and right, it's a very right. malicious and uh, ra- rather yeah. cruel and certainly gauche thing to yeah. do. But logically, should it be harassment? Should doing something like this be illegal? I mean, if you're aware of something illegal going on and you think it's morally bad that this illegal thing is continuing to be able to go on, right. should you be allowed to make it public? Now, if in his making it public, he's actively like interacting negatively with her constantly, then that's harassment. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the parameters are. I think whatever it was he wasn't. I don't think he was kicked out. He just after the meeting had chosen to leave the university. Okay, he's uh-huh. been associated with the white supremacist movement. He's, uh-huh. he, who was that big uh, neo-Nazi that got in trouble after the Charlottesville? A lot of them. Richard Spencer. I think, maybe? I think he was. Um, he was. He was in cahoots with him at one uh-huh. point in time. He's noticed. He, he's. He's had. He's. You know. Even for Charlottesville, he put interested. So this is not a great guy. Uh-huh. Like he has a background, and uh-huh. I, I think. I think universities do have a lot of muscle as to how what type of people they want there uh-huh. as far as reputation goes uh-huh. so i don't know i think i think as you said things like that are cruel it's cruel it's not supposed to be that way and i think anything like that really needs to be um addressed you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but I, I i i think what's more interesting about the story to some extent is how the conversation was leading between pelosi and um Schumer? trump and schumer, and schumer? yeah uh i think that 
is interesting what Trump is doing, especially uh-huh. with the budget as well. How he's yeah. going, oh, he's saying to the, the Republican establishment, we're not having conversations anymore. I'm making the deals myself. I wonder. That's good. No, this is what the, the Democrats should have done from the beginning. In the beginning of Trump's presidency, the Democratic strategy was we're going to portray him as the worst person possible, right. blah, 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 which was so stupid. Right. Because Trump isn't a real Republican. Mm-hmm. He's really not. Right, right. He doesn't trust the, the elite of the Republican right. Party. They don't really trust him. They don't like him. Right. They did everything. Everything they could to make sure he lost that um, what's it called? Primary. That primary. Remember, they had freaking Mitt Romney out there. <laughs> give it, he had no like he had no reason to be part of it at all. <laughs> but they just said, "Please, Mitt Romney, go do this televised speech." The only topic of the speech was how bad Donald Trump was. Do right. you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do not like this guy. They don't want him in there. He probably doesn't like them. The only way he's going to get close with them, because Trump is a very us versus them kind of guy, right? Right, right, right. So if Trump sees one group of people attacking him and another group not attacking him, he's going to be drawn closer to that group who isn't attacking him, and he's going to go all in against the group that's attacking him. Because right. Donald Trump's mind, you you just know Donald Trump. I think he's an easy guy to like know. Right. You know in his mind it is principles are secondary to Results. immediate... No, to principles and who I should be aligned with is secondary to who I am immediately, personally against in a feud. Hmm. And if the Democrats set themselves up as immediately against him in an interpersonal feud, he's going to be drawn closer to whoever his allies could be. In this case, it would be the Republicans. Right. So this is what the Democrats should do, triangulate against the Republican elite and try to draw Trump into their orbit because he's he would be more open to that than most Republican presidents. Maybe that's what's going on, honestly. And that's what he should do. He should put DACA into law, make it official, nat- naturalize the people, in exchange, give him his wall and give him whatever else he yeah. wants. Not whatever else he wants, yeah, but, but give do you him think the wall. That, do you think that's, that's what they'll negotiate? Deal. Do you think they'll negotiate giving so. the wall? Honestly, you know what I think? What? I think he's going to trade DACA for tax cuts. And that's going to... did he just have that new tax proposal, though? The I don't know. I think but the, the that's rich what are I getting think more higher taxes, and then the middle class are getting lower ones? I don't think he's going to do that. Well, that's, that's what, what that's Steve what, Bannon wanted. But, that, but that's what that's what it said uh, on the, the one of the negotiations. That's, mm. what, that's what's on the table. I'd have to look into it. But I think he's going to trade DACA for tax cuts, and his base is not going to be happy. The Republican elite's going to be happy because, in fact, they want DACA. They want the um, – Chris Matthews said it best. Um, the night of the – you know Chris Matthews from MSNBC, right? Yeah, yeah. So the night of the election, he actually went on this great rant about why Donald Trump won. And Matthews is a lot smarter than everyone else on MB- MSNBC. Yeah. As far as, like, you know, the talking head media shows, right. he's – He's, like, by far the smartest guy. He mm. knows what's going on. Right. So he went on this rant about how, you know what, all, all of us are liberals, but it's really not just because the people who voted for Donald Trump are evil and racist and right. Trump's the KKK, blah, blah, blah. There's reasons he became elected. There's reasons he won tonight, and we need to understand those reasons. And he started talking about immigration, and he had a great line. He said, no one wants to do anything about immigration. What we have now, that's what they want to be— that's what they want on immigration. They don't want a res- they don't want a more liberal resolution. They don't want a more conservative resolution. They don't want a resolution. Right. What we have is what they want to stay. Mm. And he said the Democrats like it because they get the votes. Right. The Republicans like it because they get the cheap labor. Yeah. So the Republicans want DACA because they want the cheap labor. Oh yeah, to no stay. question. There's no question about that. That's I think it's I think it's again is that whole idea it fits under the rhetoric of nationalism that uh-huh. people like the idea of this is America, but. 
yeah, it's all a bunch of BS. Yeah, DACA should, uh, I think, as it, I don't know if, if you, I don't know, I, I didn't read the full form of what DACA is, but I think the uh-huh. idea of DACA is correct. You should yeah. allow people that's been here for a long time to stay. It's not actually even a law. It's I know, it's an executive, executive order. Yeah, yeah, I remember when uh-huh. it came out last year, right before uh, Obama was about to leave office. Uh-huh. Uh, and I didn't think it was right then, and I don't think it was right now how that was done. I think, uh-huh. I think, Reason why Trump, excuse me, reason why Obama did do that was I think he knew that um, it wasn't going to stick. But I think what happened is he put enough glue on it so that it would have to be addressed in some form or way uh-huh. or shape or form. And and this is what we see now. Yeah. It brought uh-huh. it to the national uh, uh, attention, the national media attention, national political attention. And I think that's what the idea was. And I knew what he was doing, and I understood that. I just mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't really care much for executive orders, and as I don't think many yeah. are uh-huh. actually care for it. Um. <sighs> You talked about that you want to discuss about life satisfaction, Tim, and I have a segue for that. Okay. You don't have a segue? No. Okay. Life. What is I mean, life? We're, we're running pretty far. Do it. Okay. Okay. So, I don't know. There, there, maybe there's not much to talk about. I just read an interesting article the other day that tried to map life satisfaction over age. Like, okay, when, do people, when are people very satisfied with their life? When are they very dissatisfied right. with their life? And it was pretty consistent. They had samples from America, Canada, and um, Europe. Mm -hmm. So basically, they start measuring at like age 16. And that's the top. It only goes down from there. So it steadily decreases. It bottoms out around late 40s throughout the 50s. Then after like the mid to late 50s, it starts going up a little bit. And it doesn't go up nearly as high as it was when you were very young, but it goes up from that low. I, I think, just found that interesting. I, th- I think for most people, it's accurate. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so. Like you never have more freedom than when you were young. You never have – most people don't have any ever any less stress. When they're young, they have more freedom, especially like when they're like 18 or 19 – let more freedom, less stress. Nothing's really difficult. Did they? Did they figure out whether or not these people were married or had children? I believe they tried. I didn't like. I read like a summary because I think that I is. I think this is more thing. of a. I think this is more of a study of if you have a family, you're probably going to be miserable than when you didn't have one because you have responsibilities. Not even if you have a job. I think if you have a family with children, uh-huh. th- that's you're it. You're going to be more miserable. Of course you would be. You know why people are less miserable when they get older? Because their kids are gone. Uh-huh. And then they retire. They don't have to go to work anymore. Well, then you just prove the point. Like, no, I think life it's, is worse as you get No, as it's it not. Life, no, it's not life gets worse as it goes on. Life gets worse based on the decisions that we've been preconditioned to think are the correct okay, ones so as we no get older. Okay, no one should have a family and children. I'm just saying, saying. I'm just saying, you know, it's not any you news know to what? me. Honestly, it's not I any news to me. I would almost guarantee you that if you took married... Anyone, men or women, married people and unmarried people of like 30s, 40s, and 50s in that age range, mm-hmm. I could almost guarantee the unmarried people report much lower life satisfaction than the married people. I don't know. I would be as close know. to positive as anyone could possibly well, be. Well, then I'd make that. a study out of it, Tim. Okay, I will. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily agree That's with the I study. Think that. I think it's pretty accurate. I, read, I actually watched a really interesting TED Talk about people. You know, I, I don't know if, ladies and gentlemen, you remember me talking about how I don't like generational division. Uh-huh. I don't like the idea of saying millennials, baby boomers, all that stuff. Well, I agree with going against the boomers. No, but... Timmy, you know what? It, it's yeah, just the uh-huh. same stupid crap they've been saying since you know the dawn of man. Let's divide the generations so they don't unite. Uh-huh. Let's make them hate each other and say the reason why their problems are what they are is because one has something the other does not. And really, it's just the bourgeois 
Z that has everything. They're trying to make everyone's lives miserable. So to say that millennials are one way or not, or is it because of the baby boomers are one way or not, is just the same things that people do to divide people as race does. So Uh not into the discussion so much in that regard. But I will say that I think every generation does have a unique set of issues that are unique to them. Not saying that, you know, millennials have a a newer problematic lifestyle than anybody else. Uh I just think that there's some things that are layered upon it. For example, at this point in time, in our generation, we have had we have so many more options of things we want to be that it can be actually really anxious to, for us to say, what do I want to be? Because there's uh-huh. so many options that we can be. We don't want to pick the wrong one, right? Versus mm. back in the day, you only had a certain set of things you could be because that's all there was. But you also had a good chance of being any of those things. Yeah, you know what I mean? Whereas nowadays, there's so many things you could be and you don't have a very good chance of being any of them. Unless you work on a certain route, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's difficult. But one thing I did see that, I mean, there was the, the idea of the, of the, this is more or less existentialism and the idea of you know the anxiety of living was Mm -hmm. how does one become happy with all these decisions to make Mm -hmm. and the ted talk that i was listening to had a very interesting point i'm actually curious tim about you know your answer on this okay have you ever in your entire life said to yourself really looked into how much money what is the number figure that you would need and calculate that for you to live a life that you would be happy with have you have you really ever about it you haven't thought too much about it. And you know what? That statement, Tim, I uh-huh. think is resoundingly true for most people, especially young people. I don't think money is that important to most people. No, I don't think it's a question of whether money is important. I think the lifestyle that you want to live, has anyone ever really put a number on it? And mm-hmm. by number on it, you would really have to calculate. I mean, I'd be fine with $10 million. Well, that's the thing. I'd be we, fine with five, we either probably. Shoot, well, we either shoot too high or uh-huh. too low. Yeah. If we don't actually crunch those numbers of what we want, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, for example, what, I want to live in a one-bedroom apartment with all utilities paid in a nice part of town in a nice area. Maybe uh-huh. maybe the suburbs, maybe it's a nice part of that's Philadelphia. That's what you want, like, forever? I mean, that's or what I want. we're just throwing out? We're just throwing out okay. right now. Like, okay. that's something that I would really want. That costs at $1,500 a month, okay? Uh-huh. So, you multiply okay. that by 12, you get a certain number. Uh-huh. Well, then, how much money do you want to spend a week on groceries, okay? I want to spend $100 a week on groceries. Uh-huh. How much money do you want to spend on entertainment a week? I want to spend $250 on entertainment. You'd spend more on entertainment than groceries? I, I'm just putting numbers okay, out there. Okay. So you do that math, uh-huh. and then I think I actually did the math for myself, and yeah. it came out to I probably would be me- meaning to make net uh, with retirement and all the other things that go with it uh, around seventy thousand. Okay, which means I'd probably make need to make gross about a hundred thousand dollars a year uh-huh. to be able to live the lifestyle that I presumably want uh-huh. to be living. Um, and that's just a rough number. I really did a rough estimation. And it's just interesting because I never looked at it like that, seeing it as what amount of money do I really need uh-huh. to really be fulfilled and be happy with this, with the space that I'm in right now. Uh-huh. Um, and then another one was this, too. I've never really figured out how much time of the week I want to spend on certain things. Mm. Maybe once in health class or something where they said, you have 152 hours a week or how many hours there are in a week. Uh-huh. How many hours – what do you want to spend that time of your day with? What are what are the priorities that are important to you? Mm-hmm. So the easy things to do is, okay, I want eight, nine hours of sleep. All right, do the math. Do that seven times a day minus that from the chart, blah, 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 blah. Um, takes an hour to eat, da, 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 and then sleep left with this much, and then you have to go to work, okay? Mm-hmm. So – the question is, when you're at work, how much of that time do you want to spend on certain areas? You want to, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And so, I've never really divided my life up like that, and I'm actually curious to see what my, even if I don't follow through with it, what, uh-huh. what my personal answers would be. And the premise behind these allocations, okay, 
Um, oh, and the third step, the, the lady said in the TED Talk was just do it. Thanks, But the two first points were actually pretty uh-huh. interesting. That how much money do you need to be happy and how much time do you want to spend on certain uh-huh. things in your life? Never done that before. And I think it's a very interesting concept. Maybe it's I don't not think there's any value to such a thing. I think, it, I think there is value because so. how can you hit a target if you don't even know where the target is? Well, it's impossible to know any of this anyway. I mean, basically... You're like, like as far as money and how you allocate your time. I mean, it becomes what it becomes, and you adjust to it. There's no like, I don't no agree. way to optimize. I don't that agree. Sort of I thing. don't agree. I don't agree. I don't. I think if you want certain things in life, or you want a certain balance in your life, I think you need to know those things first before you even try to get them. It's silly. It's like saying I'm going to a trip, but you have no destination in mind, uh-huh. so you just drive on the highway. Well, I mean, everyone has a has like a vague idea. I mean. Some people have right. a, some people have a predilection to want to work a lot of hours for the money and status. Some people don't. So that de- so that's going to inform you whether or not you want to go to law school and be a big corporate lawyer. I think it's if a you start. want because if because if you think about doing that, well, you better be okay working a lot of hours. And if you're not okay working a lot of hours, you better not do that. I think it's a start. I think yeah, obviously it's in the same vein uh-huh. of logic. It's just being more specific because uh-huh. I think what the premise was that people feel so anxious. They're calling it the uh, the quarter life crisis, uh-huh. and I think it's fair. I think you know, I think we all have gone through that quarter life crisis. At least a lot of people that I come in contact with in my in my age group, mm-hmm. just thinking about you know what what am I supposed to be doing? Like what's the point of it? You know what I mean? And I think I think it's fair for us to try to analyze. All right. If you have this issue with this or that, then talk to yourself and say, what do you really want to do? What is it that you really are seeking after? Is it the money? Is it the time? Is it the fulfillment? you got to look into it. There's, it's an interesting TED Talk. It's called The Quarter Life Crisis. Um, it's a very interesting. Google it. Uh, YouTube it. Whatever. Very interesting perspective to take. And I think it's, it's something that we should really consider about going forward, because especially for myself, honestly. Hmm. So, you know, it would be... Uh, a good uh, way to organize your life. What would that be? Writing down stuff on a piece of paper or your iPhone? Oh, oh my gosh, no! <laughs> yeah, no, we can. No, I'll make it short, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> I don't like any of the new iPhones that came out. They're ex- extremely expensive. What do you have? The iPhone eight, the lowest model you can get. Eight? Is, There's not no, an listen, eight, is listen, there? Listen, listen. The lowest model new one that's came that came out with the keynote speak uh-huh. uh, speech rather with the for Apple was uh, I think it was eight hundred dollars no seven hundred dollars okay. that's the cheapest phone they have their newest phone is seven hundred dollars yeah that's ridiculous to me I just lease mine what is what is that what do you have what, what um it's the seven service, what service you have Sprint so what do you mean lease explain that to lease me. like I didn't pay for it I pay an extra thirty dollars or something a month and I have it. So what if you choose not to no longer have the service anymore? Do you have to pay the lump sum, whatever's um, left over? I would imagine I send it back to them. Double check. And it's theirs. Double check. I'll double check. I mean, I'm just going to keep it for now, so I don't care. But you know me, David. I don't think too much about these things because yeah, it doesn't matter. That's why you don't like the idea that I have in my TED Talk. You I said, think there's no – I don't know. I don't think there's anything to be gained from mapping stuff out so much. You can't really organize your life that way you can't optimize things like that i think you can you can have a general idea i think i'm a type a personality and you're a type b person you can have a general i think i'm type a and you're type b what does type a even mean very i'm more okay you're 
maybe i guess you're more active about some things i'm more active about other things i know I that's active, not that's okay. not type a type okay. a is someone who's very meticulous that likes to have things very structured okay i guess i don't care for that at all yeah you're more loosey-goosey that's yeah, type b it doesn't mean you're dumber or, or less intelligent it just means uh-huh. that your lifestyle is so that you don't really like to plan no it's i'm a freaking pointless. planner i love planning it's not good that's what i do it's, it's, it's healthy for me it's not good for it's it goes against your cultural heritage the mediterraneans timmy what the <laughs> they're not planners they're they're you know they chill that's not true at all, we, we, all we, that's not true at all we, we had the, one of the strongest most largest empires in all of oh history. yeah the <laughs> romans yeah Psh, they never planned for anything I'm sure, yeah, the just, aqueducts they like, were it all just that's happened. not that's not a planned thing you're right happened. you're right you know having plumbing wasn't uh-huh. planned yep. yeah with lead pipes yeah uh, yeah that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't planned um but yeah, the new iPhone's coming out, and I'm not really interested in any of the products, and I'm probably going to buy an SE, or I don't What's know. What's an SE? It's, it's a cheaper model. Just, I just don't iPhone? find... I feel stupid that I have to pay that much money you for You don't. Just phone. keep yours. I can't. What's wrong they, with it's it? It's not working very well. Okay. So... Mine's fine. I have no complaints. I have the iPhone 6. It's like three years old. So this new... Is it really called the iPhone X? The iPhone 10. Is there an 8 and 9? Because I have a There's seven. an 8. There's definitely there's an, an eight, 8. But there's no 9. Where's 9? I, I, I don't, I don't Why? know. Why? I think Microsoft did the same thing. They had Windows 8. and It's then... like the Xbox X or there was – no, the Xbox One. I think they just got tired of all the t- numbers. And just, let's just, just keep the numbers. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't It's probably marketing. They got to keep the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, this was a crazy and wild ride sure this was, week. It was, man. All these topics. I think it's important that our viewers – We didn't even talk about Casablanca. We'll talk about Casablanca next week. I'll watch it. All right. So we wanted to talk talk about about Casablanca because I just rewatched it, ladies and gentlemen, but I told Tim he needs to watch it again. So watch it. I'll watch it. Whew. God. Well, Tim, thank you so much for having me today. You can see the enthusiasm in my voice. Yeah. What's what's that supposed to mean? Thanks, Tim, for coming. What's that supposed to mean? It means I'm tired. Okay. It was a long long conversation. Don't fight me. Um, But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for viewing or rather listening. Um, Uh, There we go. What do you mean? Nothing viewing. Okay. <laughs> Stop viewing us. Uh, it's our pleasure to do this for you guys. Uh, I hope you learned something new about Juji Fruits, uh, pep rallies, and uh, predicting homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you take that, and the next person you see, you really try to nail it correctly. <laughs> yeah, that's. And then whether or not I think the problem is that you want to nail it. Yeah. And that's I think I think that question is that's reason people who are really more interested uh-huh. in this type topic they, they, type of topic. <laughs> who who who? <laughs> who are these people around me? Uh, I think you're the reasons why the the, the issue is is there. But no. no. Um, oh, before we leave though, what I want to leave it off with. There's this new movie called uh, the about Stalin coming out. It's a comedy. Oh, I saw that. The death of Stalin. Dude. Oh my gosh, I, re- I I saw that. I want to watch it I, so to- bad. Well, let's watch it. It's not coming out till 2018. It said. But no, but it looks like it's done though. It's done. Okay, here's the thing. It's done and it's being broadcast at film festivals. Right. But you know, a company has to import it and distribute it to America. It's not. It looks so funny. It looks so funny. Can, uh, hopefully, we can find like a place to download it. All right, and cool. watch it. That there way. you go. Probably. Um, what do you call it? There's actually a really cool new app called the the movie uh, movie pass, uh-huh. and it's kind of like it, the the, uh, the owners of Netflix own uh-huh. it. Uh, have this system where you spend ten dollars a month. Uh-huh. They give you this special little credit card. Okay, mm. you can go to almost any movie theater in the entire country, uh-huh. and for again ten dollars a month, you're able to watch one movie a day as much and for the, for for a month. That's interesting. Yeah, the uh, AMC and uh, and Regal are suing them, but wow. Uh, but yeah, I would totally purchase that. Wait, is awesome. AMC? Then why don't they just not let them in? I think because they're run as a franchise. Uh, 
Oh, the franchisees are, are suing a... the company to saying you can't force this policy on no, us. The, the, the corporations are uh-huh. su- suing it because most of the most theaters are franchises. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's not so the, the people the that own the franchisees like it, and yeah, the corporation correct because huh. the the thing is is that you get more foot traffic. Yeah. To, and the movies theaters don't make money off of. Oh yeah, the they tickets. make it off the concession. They make it off the concession. That's so, true. That's true. So what the what the Netflix people say? Hey, we're gonna. Let these people come yeah. in ten dollars uh-huh. a month or whatever. You give us a little bit of a cut of your concessions that uh-huh. are going to be increased because of uh. this, and because of that, now you have a higher foot traffic of people going. In. I actually am actually really debating about buying this because that means mm. I can go and watch movies. You watch two or three movies and don't buy any of the concession food because yeah. I never do. Yeah, uh, maybe the popcorn, but because um, the popcorn's great, um, and you made your money. And I love mm-hmm. to go to the movies; it's just so expensive. You know what yeah. I mean? 20, almost twenty dollars a ticket sometimes, depending on what time really? of day you go wow. to. Yeah, and depending. Your seats. So look it up, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, they charge you differently by seats now? Yeah, so sometimes they have like like premium theaters where it's like nicer seats and stuff like that. The old school crappy little bleacher seats don't those theaters don't really exist anymore. Really? Yeah, it's mostly just luxury experiences. And some theaters don't let even people in that are less than eighteen years old without an adult without an adult. No, that's not good. Well, because people are are knowing that that this people don't like going to the movies anymore. We have these crummy ass teenagers like making noises, being a huckabaloo of it. Like us, remember that time when we watched Ghost in the Shell? too and we were laughing for some reason during that one oh scene. yeah yeah and this guy in front of us got so mad and like made this big noise like and like stood up and walked like many rows down yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> that was funny sorry you had to get out of your basement for the first time in five years buddy like this is what like, normal people do so yeah I mean, we were rude but oh yeah we were jerks totally yeah. total jerks so, ladies and gentlemen, the movie pass. We're not being sponsored by them, but I think yeah. it's something to look into. But we should be. We're great at sponsorships. They should give us I think, that, I think that money. Our views are up, and you know, people are enjoying it. We're getting engagement. A lot of people um, are just liking what they're hearing because mm-hmm. yeah. if only they could see this pretty face. Oh my gosh! Boing. Um But anyways, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. You can catch us on Facebook. Please like and follow. Uh, we're on iTunes, Google Play, FM Play, uh, and SoundCloud. Like, subscribe, whatever. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear all of your suggestions that you give back. We really do add on to what our content is. We love it. Um, if you guys also uh, have it in your hearts to donate a couple dollars to our Patreon account, uh, we're looking into buying some like boom stand. Like literally every podcast that we have, uh-huh. we're holding the microphones yeah. in our faces. Uh-huh. We want to have like a nice little setup where we have the microphone set and set up and and upright with a little like cover. Uh, oh wow! And so that we can then you know type uh-huh. and do some more different hmm. things. But uh, but anyways, all the money and some proceeds that are donated it just goes to equipment and. And our European vacations. Yes, of yeah, course. Of course. And uh, all the... Pr- what? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you all who do do, not, do donate. We do appreciate your service and giving us this opportunity. Uh, it must mean you like what you're hearing. And so <laughs> yeah. we appreciate it. Um, but other than that, thank you all so much for listening. And the best way to get in, uh, this, this podcast moving and grooving is if you tell a friend. So yep. thank you so much. And this is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. No, Tim, you messed that up. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. <laughs> Listening, <laughs> I everybody. I messed it up. I said it. I don't think it sounded right, though. Okay. I, have that, I, did say it, I did say it a little All bit. All right. Have a great rest of your week, and <laughs> take care. See ya. Oh, man. Yeah, we got through almost every topic, except we for did. that YouTube lady about the Halloween oh, channel. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get it next time. Uh-huh. Freaking crazy people. Yeah.